Hey, Gary. Yes? Hey, do you want to do a podcast with me where we explore core topics? Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Hey, and let's call it Queer Nundrum. Oh, my God. Yes. Awesome. Please listen carefully. Hey, welcome to our podcast, Queer Nundrum. Our podcast, if you didn't get it already, let me just spell it out for you. It is, Queer Nundrum is basically queer conundrums. And that's what we do. We look into our history. We look into the conundrums. We look into everything in between. Anything so that- we want to fucking look into, we do. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 And give give you a platform uh, to to learn and grow in your community and to give you a voice for all of that. So welcome to our show. I am your host, Holly Ray Gristone. And I'm your other fabulous host, Gary M. Thorne Jr. You guys can't see just how fabulous he looks. Yeah, all clean shaved and looking good. You have to, yeah. Holly has got to see me during my time period of surgery where I just could have given a flying fuck about anything. And so finally I had to get myself looking better for for work. And so I started back to to work today. Mm-hmm. So so before we jump into our, our show, I am I am recording from a hotel room instead of my mom's. I am still working on a project, a remodeling project. My wife and I own a piece of property and we're doing a remodeling on it. And uh, our renter is moving in in a couple of days. And I had so many delays and mistakes that kind of pushed things out. And I didn't have enough time to tell my renter, hey, can you move in in two weeks instead of four days? Because that's not fair, right? They have to give notice before, you know, they cancel their lease and all that. And that's just not fair to them. So yeah. we worked out a, 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 we worked out some things so that they can move in. So basically the rental that's moving in is in construction. It's what they do. They do finished work and construction. And that's basically what's left. It's trimming out a couple of windows. Windows are in, but they just need a trend and a windowsill. Uh, there needs to be a little bit of paint here and there. And currently, and why I am podcasting from a hotel right now, the kitchen sink is off by eight inches. The cabinet is too small and the sink is too big. And I had to get a new sink and that, which means I had to do new plumbing. And I was avoiding the plumbing because it's, it's old plumbing. And, and those yeah. of you know, when I say it has two P traps, you know automatically and probably already cringe. You know that that's not good. Yes. P-traps are a type of piping that was done back in the day that just doesn't work. And I have to update that basically. And that's So is it just so you can be closer to the place? Yeah, I'm of... literally five minutes from there. Okay, I was afraid you and your mom had a fight. And you were no, like, no. No, I'm, fu- I'm the fuck out of here, bitch. <laughs> Deal with it. Mic drop, out. No, 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 no. My mom and I are, are good. She completely understands. I told her this morning that I left the house really early this morning. So I didn't tell her until a little bit later, but I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to grab a hotel and just 
be a few minutes away, do the podcast, connect with the, connect with Gary, connect with our listeners. And then as soon as we're done here, this uh, cuteness that you see before you will be, be transformed into my grudgy, dirty paint clothes, excuse me, my dirty clothes. And I will go back there and I will work for a few more hours tonight. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. And possibly do a few more tomorrow morning. And then that's it. I just, I have to walk away from it and just leave it, leave it where it's at. But I, I have a statement of work drafted up for the renter. They have been great in communicating with me about what they're happy to do. And we have a whole plan to, to move forward. And I get to see my wife for the first time in over a month. So it'd be great to, to be back home tomorrow and back. So cool. So everything else, so the, the sink and all that shit is you've got people coming just to take care of it then, correct? The renter and I are going to address that. Okay, cool. Yeah, so. there's there, the people are me and the renter are doing it. So major setback on that. It's fine. I made a mistake. I didn't measure. No, no, you didn't. I did. I should have been. It should have been a forty instead of a thirty. That old adage: measure twice, cut once. Yeah, basically, and then account for walls that aren't plumb, and so that took up half an inch. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's a learning experience. I learned a lot. Uh, The renter who again, works in this, in this field. He's taught me a lot of things already just in the few days that we've worked together. So my skill levels have definitely leveled up both in as a project leveled, leveled up, leveled up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like Mario getting the mushroom. You don't get it. Do you at all? Whatever. No level, you know, a level. Oh my God. (laughs) You're making a construction joke. Yeah. If I could throw something at you, I would. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna see if your husband's nearby. But if he could come and throw something at you. No, he's at he's at a meeting right now, so that's why yeah. we're doing it now. So. Perfect, perfect. So, and he hey. would appreciate that joke. So, mm. yeah, that's true. He's a very handy individual. So, besides that, there's not much. Yes, he is. <laughs> there's not much new going on, other than I do finally get to go home. I have a surprise Yay. dinner. There's a surprise dinner. There's an early birthday present. And then there's two other surprises. I get, I, when is your I, birthday, I, Holly? I know it's, it's soon. but In a couple of weeks. What? You don't want to say the date? Uh, it's April 16th. Okay. Yes. So you remember, you can put something in the mail. Well, I knew, I knew it was right around Tracy's, <laughs> Tracy's birthday. So Yeah. Uh, it's the same day. No. Tracy's is oh, April Oh, she's 15th. the day before me. Yeah, because... Hers falls on tax day and the Titanic sinking. So, <laughs> yes, there you go. So yeah, and then um, I have some. I have a massage scheduled. I am so looking forward to that. My body has just been through the ringer, so it'd be nice to get a massage. So I look forward to that. So are you are you having to come back and do more remodeling stuff or no? No, I'm done. There might be a few things that I'll do just as a landlord to take care of the property. Thank you for yeah. the dance. I appreciate dancing up, dancing, dance, dance, <laughs> celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be a good landlord. I want to, I want to treat, obviously treat everybody with dignity and respect. Excuse oh my me. gosh, I have a story for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I, I will be doing some stuff over the years, but anyway. Okay. Quick story. Quick, 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 quick. Okay. All right. I'm at, I'm at the Starbucks two days ago. I'm at the Starbucks. And the Starbucks parking lot is so small that they converted their parking spaces into 
like overflowed zigzag pattern of part of like for the drive through right? Yeah. It, but it looks like parked cars. If you're not paying attention, it looks like oh, no. these cars are just parked. So if you're a newbie or not paying attention, you'll just cut off all of these cars that are that are effectively parked in a line. And yeah. so this woman pulls up and cuts us off. And I'm third in line. And I was I was already having to wait because I was out in the, on the street. So I finally made it into the parking lot. So this woman cuts us off and the two women in front of me who are, who have been waiting as well, don't say or honk the horn or do anything. So I get out of my car and I leave, <laughs> I leave, <laughs> I leave the door wide open and you can hear pink just blasting in the background. And I just walk up Your to the car music. and I stay, you know, I'm safe distance away and I've got this big smile on my face and I'm just waving at them like, Hey, so she rolls down the window and goes, what? I was like, I just wanted to let you know that th- this is actually a zigzag parking structure because the parking lot is so small, and you actually you accidentally cut us all off. Ugh, you don't have to be so rude about it. And I'm like, actually, if I wanted to be rude about it, I would have been, but instead, I chose to treat you with dignity and respect, and kindly let you know that you ac- you made an accident happen here, and that's okay. You have a wonderful day. And so I go back to my car. She speeds out of the parking lot, just pissed off. And the two people in front of me that were, had been waiting in line, both tried to buy me coffee. They were actually competing <laughs> as to who was going to buy me coffee. It was very sweet. It was very sweet. But it was just like that day we had rolling blackouts in our area because the storm had hit and we had power that was coming on and off. And so it was a, it was a, a competition to get, get the coffee maker to stay on long enough to finish brewing a cup of coffee. And then I accidentally made breakfast. Well, I mean, I intentionally made breakfast for my mom, but I didn't yeah. realize that it was Dawn dish soap. Yeah. I remember seeing olive that oil. post. And so you have to explain that one better. How okay. Did you- <laughs> so I, I will reuse an egg pan. If that's all I've used is it, just oil in a pan. It's, it's, and recycling. Oh, so you it. didn't pour the Dawn into it. It was no, my the- mom had done it the night before, <laughs> and I didn't know that because we usually just take the pan from the previous morning, we'll make another <laughs> batch of eggs out of that, and then we put it in the sink and, and clean it. Well, it was just a day where you know it was just a rough day. I assumed it was still oil, and I cooked up eggs and served Fuck. it to my mom. Which is funny because she and I just had a conversation about how she used to wash my mouth out with soap because I cussed. I, I just I was a stubborn child and I would cuss and she would try really? all the different mm. types of soap to wash my mouth out. And <laughs> she apologized. She's like, I realized that that wasn't good parenting tactics. And I was like, you know, you did your best you could. We make mistakes. I love you. I don't have any harbor feelings. But then the very next day I serve her eggs that taste like Dawn dish soap. Oh, I felt so bad. So bad. I think that's so, kind of funny. It just it says that, that there, you know, there are no accidents, you know, quote unquote. So <laughs> there's a balancing in the, in the world. <laughs> so that's been my last couple of days. I do want to apologize to my listeners. You've got to hear me cough and hiccup. I, I have a thing that I can put a thing to, to, to mute, to, to mute, except it's because of my surgery, just it's happening spontaneously. So I, you have to deal with this a little bit today. I'm I'm really sorry about that. So it's all good. and I'm sorry for Holly. We'll have to edit this later. But, no, so. it's fine. 
We so have, we to... use, we use all to it and that helps kind of smooth out the background and stuff. Yeah. And you know what? We're humans. It's all good. Yeah. Sorry. It's just, it's just, I'm sorry, listeners. It's, it's, I'm doing the best I can, but they literally <laughs> right now, I've never hiccuped up before in my life and I've been hiccuping. So it's, and there's no, you know, you usually feel it in your diaphragm first. No, it just comes up or I just cough without ever knowing it's going to happen. So sorry. That's all good. So yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's it. I didn't shoot I myself that. with a nail gun to this time. So that's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time for you to go home and get some Desiree loving. I think yes, it's Yes, I am missing, missing that so much. Yeah. Go home and. Have a nice glass of wine with her. Yeah. Or she can have some wine and you can have a whiskey. I don't know. Yeah. In fact, I'm not having a whiskey during our recording because I had to go work and I don't drink and work with power tools. Not because I've learned a tough lesson about that. I just know better to not drink and use power tools. Well, no, that would be a, I, I would hope that would just be a lesson you didn't have to learn that you just, right? you know. But again, how many DUIs are there in a single day? And you would just think people would understand that one. But, you know, so whatever. So. <laughs> that's a whole <laughs> tangent right there in itself. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that, that's what's new with me. What's new with you? Well, um, so I've, I've been, surgery was two weeks ago, actually to the day of the day we were recording two weeks ago. I have lost almost 40 pounds from the, from starting on the pre-op diet to now I've lost about 40 pounds. I had my first day back to work today and by, I start at nine and I go till seven. Usually it's more seven thirty, but, and I'll tell you what, by five thirty, I was like, I need to go fucking go home. And I couldn't because we had, um, the <laughs> I can district just see it man- on your face. <laughs> yeah, the district manager, and the area manager were both there today. And even though they knew they knew everything going on with me, I wasn't about to go up to my boss as they were all talking about stuff and say, hey, I hurt. Can I go home? Wasn't going to happen. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm I mean, just you, It's true. You have yeah. reason, but I understand. Oh, yeah. No, it's like I just couldn't do it. So I um, I waited until they left. And I finally, there's a point where I said, fuck it. I'm going to go downstairs and just work on the computer because my offices on a, a different floor from the the dining area and i just told my supervisor if you need me call me if not i'm just staying i'm staying at my desk so so at least i am lucky in that way that i work a job where i have a desk i have a desk job that i'm spending at least an normal day 50 percent of my time there so i have to say i'm luckier than other people on that and i was lucky i could take two weeks off which i did to get better because i had the company I work for, and they have a good insurance plan, and I have sick days and vacations, so I was able to do all that. So I'm very, very lucky. I want to make sure everybody understands that too. So I'm able now to eat basically pureed food. So if it can go in a blender, I can eat that now. I've been uh, basically, quote unquote, eating soup, and um, oh, I made these amazing baked beans that, you know, basically like a refried bean now. Um, so I've been eating those because I just, the idea of, I could do it with meat if I want to, but I just, I can't, I can't, I, that, I can't not train You don't want to eat pureed meat? Yeah, it's just, I just, I can't do it. So I've, I've stayed away from that. And I still get to have it's my about protein. the only drink. thing that does not puree well. Like the texture yeah. just doesn't. I just can't do point. it. There's like the, 
Yeah. And so that's so. kind of why I went with soup. Yeah, there is some there is some meat in it, but it's not the major part of it. It's okay. My God, the, I have to remember the 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 beans I made for when I can actually eat more things and actually let it you know not blend it all together because it it tastes amazing. Basically, Dean took some to make for. And he's used it for a dip in his chips because it's just, it was amazing. Yeah, so. I was just going to say, can you share that recipe here? I would like oh, it's to... really, it's really, really simple. I'm not kidding you. It is a can of two cans of kidney beans, one dark, one light, a package of taco seasoning, and about a tablespoon of sugar, and about a teaspoon of salt. Excellent. I really wish I wrote that down because I remember <laughs> something about a bean, salt, and sugar. I, now, I'll at this point, I would probably end up with a cup of salt and a teaspoon <laughs> of sugar. <laughs> I have done no, that with I, my cookies. I've mixed them up. No, it was just, so yeah, I'll say it's really, yeah, it was really simple. It was just like, yeah. I was just trying for anything that had some flavor to it. And so I was in the kitchen going, huh, well, let's try that. Okay. Oh, let's try that. Ooh. You know, yeah, so, that's good. Nice. Yeah. So. So doing that, uh, like I said, work today. It was so glad, so good to get back to work. I'm sure you do not like to idle around. I, I don't, and it was a point. I will say that I came home. The first thing I did when I got home from work today was I took some Tylenol. Mm-hmm. I, I they they let me have that. Can't have any other good stuff. But I had uh, two Tylenol when I got walked through the door, and um, it should be kicking you any time now. Because basically, the minute I got home, I called you. So I thought. Because just, you know, I thought, as long as I'm home, let's do this, you know. And so yeah. I thought, well, there's no way she'll be ready. But you were, and I loved it. I so. was, yeah. I I thought we were, I was actually ready at 6 o'clock by uh, Because I was like, I that's what I had in my head. So I got to the hotel, plenty of time to start at 6, 6 o'clock. And I was, I picked up my phone to kind of holler at you. Yeah. And I was like, I saw that it said 7. I was like, fuck, never mind. Well, so you had time for a nice bath. Uh, no, I, no. Oh, well, okay. Just saying. Oh, not at a <laughs> hotel. Weird. Oh, I did find out that my, the, what, uh, there's a roof access right outside my window of this hotel room. Okay. And the lock on the window was switched around. So you couldn't actually lock the window. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. How creepy is that? It's the first thing I noticed when I walked in the room. I'm like, I can't lock this window, but I can't take the window apart. And flip the lock around. So I did. I popped the, oh, I popped I the window like, pane out. Swapped the I, lock I would around. I calling and, up the front desk and say, I need another I, room. I'm not, there's no fucking I did. Room. I was like, uh, this is creepy. You have a, a window here that looks locked. You could push it all the way down and it looks like it's locked, but it is not. So I oh flipped that God. lock around. I was like, that is, first thing I always check, security and cleanliness. Well, I was going to say, watching Criminal Minds makes you do that shit anyway. You yes. Know? It's, I love that show. It's sick and twisted wrong. And it's I love every minute. But there are sick and twisted people in the world and I am prepared. I check the vents, smoke detectors, outlets. Oh my God. They they had an episode of Criminal Minds I was watching. This is what I did basically over my recovery time was watch all of Criminal Minds. There was an episode that dealt with a, with a serial killer who was, he had an Airbnb and that's how he got people. Oh. And then he would kill them. Well, you know, so I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> That's just there are messed up people in this world, right. and I just I rather be on a f- fair ground, right? I don't want to be mm-hmm. snuck up on. Although, if you've ever scared me, you know that I'm already pretty yeah, ready I, to ninja you in the throat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
my wife has experienced that once or twice because she, she's so quiet. She'll just all of a sudden be standing right next to me and I'm ready. I'm all ninja. And here's the thing about Desiree. You would not guess that she was so quiet. You would not guess that would be who she was because she's just wonderful, bubbly, sweet personality. You would not guess it'd make her a ninja, but it does. Yes. And that shocks the hell out of me because you wouldn't, you just, you meet her and she's all just, you know. And hair. she wears high heels. I, yeah. And you hear, like, you can hear high heels. But for some reason, I just, she's just, if she appears like right next to me, I, I, I am Kung Fu fighting. I am ready. And she just cracks up laughing because she's like, I was saying your name or I was wearing high heels or whatever. And I was like, I didn't hear you. So I still remember when I directed Becky's new car and I told her, was it Becky's new car? Or maybe, maybe it was Odd Couple. I can't remember which now. Where I said, you're, it must have been Odd Couple. I go, you cannot wear heels in this, Desiree. You yeah. have to wear tennis shoes. Yes. You and say and that. she goes, I'm going to trip. I go, you're going to be fine. Just shut up. And the fucking thing, first thing she does, wearing tennis shoes on stage, she trips. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> My mom said the same thing. She's like, I could run, I could sprint and run in high heels. But you put me in a pair of tennis shoes and I fall. And I'm like, I can't even stand in high heels. I can't now. But when I was young, I was like, mm, there's no practical use for them. You can't climb a fence. You can't ninja. You can't run. You can't ride a motorcycle. I learned how to ride a motorcycle wearing high heels. And it's actually not that hard. But you can't well, ninja and jump fences. I mean, I get why Desiree wears heels because she's so short. I love you, Desiree, but she's short. <laughs> Your mom is a fairly statuesque woman. I'm like a little shocked she wears heels. So. Well, she was disco. She was a disco girl. Yeah. Okay, that makes and that sense. That was so. that was just the thing. She. I mean, she hasn't done that in years. I think mm -hmm. that's probably been, gosh, thirty years ago. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like she's wearing them now or something. No, she looks at high heels and just like eh, runs the other direction. It's. I know we need to get started on our actual podcast, but I remember my my grandmother. She literally said she could not dance unless she was in heels. She couldn't even think about it. It just she couldn't do it. Interesting. And I, yeah, I know. I love all that stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. We could just talk about ourselves and see what if the audience likes or not. Or we might want to at least for a little bit talk about it. <laughs> if we did that, I have I have to like figure out how I would title this episode. It, <laughs> it would be a little weird. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, <laughs> Gary and Holly do all queer corner. Come on, yeah. <laughs> True, we could just um, make this a queer corner episode. Although we have we have learned that that does not quite no. work well for our audience. And well, the show is for you guys, so we listen and we do it differently. So um, today we are talking about internet, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Beautiful person human. who I've never even heard of until it was brought to me by one of our listeners. Thank you, Mick. Her name is Jojo Suya. I think I yeah. said that right. If yeah. not, Mick can slap me because she and I, I had her go over it with me several times and I still think I said it wrong. But uh, I don't think you did. Okay, good. So she's, um, she she's is amazing. She's amazing for a 17, a seven, and she's 17 years old and has yeah. been. Doing stuff for since she was she did dance moms. It's funny all the stuff that I never watched, wouldn't even know about. She's been around for a while. 
And yeah. she well, has. I mean, wh- why would we watch her target? We're oh, not yeah. her target demographics, yeah. and we don't have humans in that target demographics either. So she's not someone who would necessarily pop up on our radar. Oh, yeah, no. So she is somebody who really, it is the tween set, tweens mm-hmm. and a little younger who just seem to go crazy. Did you see that she has 31 million followers? Did you know that she has a net worth of 14 million? I well, and on top of that, then her actual company is worth one billion dollars. Isn't that insane? And she's seventeen. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, a Grant, large know part of that is the work her mom is doing as well. And oh yeah, she's formed partnerships with different companies, and yeah, she's just she, her personality. Like you, you when you told me about her, you're like, hey, we should we should do a podcast. On, on the, I just, I, why would we, why would we do this? And I just watched some interviews on her and I was like, why not? Even if she wasn't of the family, that is like so low on the list of how cool she is as a well, human being. And the reason we're doing it is because she came out this year as she did. a lesbian, which is, I think is wonderful. It's not, and actually, I love the fact Did she come that, out and say that she's lesbian? Yes. I don't think she actually identified. No, I think she, she said that she hasn't quite nope. found that label. Nope, she did because she's with her. She's with her girlfriend. Oh, no, she's with now. her girlfriend. But yeah, she. I was reading an article where it said that she came out as lesbian. So okay. I'm not. I'm not lying. I wouldn't. I wouldn't well, I'm just because um, I was. I watched her video and I didn't think she actually oh, yeah. said those words so no, much as she the, said that she is in a relationship yeah. with her, one of her best friends. Well, and just, I love the fact that, and you know, all of us when we were younger, those of us when we came out, whenever you come out, you start off saying most of the time you say you're bisexual and then you oh. go, you know, and that could just yeah. be what you are, but then there's people who, you know, most time it's not just them automatically. I'm gay. You know, you, right. you usually start off with, and I hope that's changing now. Anyway, I'm hoping it's not as big of an issue, but, and I lied. She has 12 million followers. I don't know where I got. The, oh no, sorry. No, it is 31 million. She has 12 million subscribers to YouTube. She has collaborated with Megan Trainer and Kim Kardashian's daughter. I, she, I just, and this is somebody neither neither one of us knew. Yeah, I, when uh, Mick uh, told me about her, I'm going, "Who the fuck are you talking about?" You know, I had no clue who this person was. And again, there's no reason we would. I sat through a couple of her music videos because she sings. Right. Not, Not again. Nothing that wouldn't. It was nothing that I would listen to again. But I get how this how the kids love it. I, oh, you know, yeah. it's like okay, she's good. Watching her interviews and just how she connects with people, I could see again in that aspect too why there people like her, why people follow her, why why not? Like I don't know her, and I never would have known her if it wasn't for no. the fact that she came out. We're having this conversation. And the- on that note, again, thank you, and that's why we have our listeners. Please tell us people you'd like us to talk about. Heck yeah. Yeah, I, now I want to know her. this human. I want to know more about her. Not so much like I don't want to like ask silly questions like what are her, what are her favorite colors and does she wear high heels or whatever. But I just want to get to know her as a person because who she is is really on brand with what I I want to see our society come together and do. It's is to bring positivity, bring love, treat people with, with respect and dignity. I mean that's her whole thing with the bow, right? That's yeah. That's her signature. That's her. That's her why. She has a very strong why, and that is why her 
branding works because she is very consistent in that. And this is the business side of, of my brain kind of triggered in that. And she's, she's got that figured out and she, and now she, now we're seeing her kind of live that truth of who she is in a very public eye like, and coming out gay and, and talking about who she is. And I'd love this one thing. So some mother out there, <laughs> she's like, well, my oh, yeah, kids are not going to, my kids are not yeah. going to follow you or watch you or whatever. They're because, because you came out gay and she's like, okay, that's yeah. it. Just okay. I love that. Yeah. And it got like thousands and thousands of likes because really fine. I'm not gonna. I imagine to her it's, I'm not going to change who I am just to please you. I'm going to live my truth. And if I lose people along the way, then they, then they, it wasn't meant to be. Well, it helped, like you said, she's worth $14 million right now, you know, so it's, and they live in a $3.5 million mansion. So you sort of get, she'll be okay. You know, she's got to be but it fine. Is wonderful that, yeah, I love the fact, I know that's my, that's, I was going to quote that one point too, because that is wonderful that that's, that's just who she is. Cause yeah, you know, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I love it's that. It's a lot so. of stress to, uh, to be in the public eye to begin with. But yeah. to be uh, someone in that demographic, the you know demographic of young people in social media, you're getting a lot of attention, and that means you're also going to get a lot of hate haters trolling you as well. And uh-huh. you have to have a thick skin. And for someone who's 17 years old, that's just that's already going to be a challenge to begin with. But she seems to be handling that pretty well, and she seems to have a good support network just based off of some of the interviews I watched. Oh, very much so. It seems that her her whole family is very much on her side. Yeah. And she's had people who, once she came out, uh, people who none of them, I had no idea who in the hell they were because I'm too old, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) told her, I tried to find the names because it was one of those things that I, I have no idea who the fuck these people are, but they were all just so excited for her. I love that she is dating her best friend, Kylie. I love that. That is, I think, I think for me, like just dating your best friends, if it works out, that is freaking fantastic. But if you're going to be with somebody in a, in a long-term relationship with somebody, you should be a best, you should, you should have the title of best friend at some point early in that relationship. So the fact that they have that already, that Kylie is very supportive and loving and, and and encouraging her to be who she is, to live her truth. This seems like that's a that goes both ways between the two of them. That's amazing. I love that we we can lift each other up and support each other in and in whatever it is we're doing. In this case, she's entertaining the entire world on social media. She does a, a daily like I think you call it vlog, video blogs. Yes, vlog. vlog. Yeah. yeah, so she's doing. She does regular vlogs. It's cute. She's cute. We have this wonderful representation for our young, our young people, and to have to have that, especially right now. And COVID has really driven depression. Has really driven the depression to the point of suicide for a lot of people, um, especially people of the LGBTQAI community. Is that there's a loneliness and isolation that's already a part of being in the pandemic, but then you have these other ads additives to it because you're in this community that gets hated on by the hetero community, not everyone, obviously, 
and, and to have somebody who is constantly on these social media channels, just pumping out positive vibes, but then also identifying a part of that community of people is just, a, it's beautiful. And I praise her for that. I think that's amazing. I wish her the best. I, and I can't wait to see what she continues to do. And I have no doubt she's going to continue to do some amazing shit with her life. And if she doesn't, either way, you know, yeah. she's really, she's already done such an amazing job with what she's done so far that even if tomorrow mm-hmm. she decided to drop everything, she's already left a mark. And absolutely, I'm hoping helped some kids who are 11, 12 years old to realize it's, it's okay to be different. I really hope. Yeah, and what I love exactly. about her being, you know, saying different, you look at her and she's like, she's the 2020 version of Donnie and Marie, you know, but I mean, she looks just, she's very, she's very clean cut. She's, you know, mm-hmm. but I love the fact that this clean cut girl is also saying, well, look, you know, Hey, I'm queer. Yeah. I love that. You know, you know, and, there's and no it's, way in hell. It's the way she does it too, yeah. the, in how she lives it and express it. It's like, it really isn't a big deal. Like this is just who I am like, and move on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I love that so much because it shouldn't be, I mean, it should, it's an important identifier of, of, of who we are. Absolutely. Uh, I do subscribe to some aspect of, I shouldn't have to come out like that should yeah. never have to be a thing, but it is because of the way our society is designed. Like straight people don't have to come out and identify. It's expected that they, they are straight. And if you're, if you're not, then there's, there's always that, Oh, did you come out? What's, what's your identifier? What's your label? What's your, how are you different from me? So I can other you. And I want us to get to a point in our societies that we don't have to do that. And the fact that she just does it like, yeah, this is who I am. It moves. Next I'm going, I'm doing a movie. I'm doing this thing with, you know, TV show. And I got all these things that are happening with my life. Let me talk about that because that's who she is and that's what she wants to do. And I think that's fantastic. And I think it also just shows how, again, I, we're assuming things to how wonderfully supportive her family must be. Yeah. And that, there are some assumptions to that, right? Cause we only get yeah. what is put being published and what they tell us, you know, in their interviews and stuff. But I just, but no, I, she's on my radar now. I will be watching her and supporting her and sending out praises and support in her direction. I will let you do that. I, I appreciate her greatly. I really do. But I doubt I will follow her or anything. (laughs) And please, listeners, understand, it's not, I love the fact that there is this girl who is, like I said, very white bread, clean cut, who is, has come out um, as queer. I love that. It's, it's, it's one of the best things in the world. Um, I love, again, like I said, I love the fact that there are kids out there that they can watch this. And even if they are straight, who cares? Right. It's this person who looks so quote unquote normal that mm-hmm. they're, you know, that is, they get to see this person who maybe because maybe their parents are jerks and, and they would not, you know, they, they, they call uh, queer people some terrible names, but then hopefully these kids get to see this, this kid and how wonderful she is. Right. I mean, that's what, it, you know, again, it's, I need to actually talk to my daughter Lily and see if she knows anything about her. Cause I would love my grandkids 
to start listening to that. Right. You know, at least to have that. that Another in, yeah, exactly. Another influence. So, yeah. So it's, I think it's wonderful. Um, those are things I think it's great. I love that she's, like I said, has a, a little bit of an acting career. She's got a singing career. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, her bows are at Target. You know, so I love that she does all this stuff. You know, it's 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 wonderful, and you got to give her parents a lot of credit, her mom, for getting her and stuff. And oh, right. the, when she did Dance Moms, I know nothing about Dance Moms. I don't care to ever watch it. I, <laughs> I don't know anything about Dance Moms oh, either. I, I I think it's it sounds cute from what I've read on it, but it's not really my. Okay, so any of our listeners out there, could you just somebody explain to me? Because I I don't plan on watching it. That Abby, whatever her name is, person just seems so that I had no (laughs) desire to watch it. So I would love somebody telling me what exactly Dance Moms is because I'm not going to watch it. As I've said in the past, I'm not huge into reality shows anyway, but I'm just Yeah, I was going to say, this would definitely not be on your radar. If you're not in for reality TV show, period, a a one on one for children by children, no, probably. It's just like, no. Yeah. And I know it was really popular and I realized I know nothing about it. I literally doing research. I go, oh, I suppose I should watch them. No, nope, I just can't watch an episode of it. I just can't do it. There's no way. Nope. Right. <laughs> I, I just, I look forward to seeing what she does with her, with her life. And, and again, like no. you said, if, if she doesn't, that's fine. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. She's already done a lot. She can retire. Although that house is pretty expensive. <laughs> I don't know if you can retire at the house that expensive, but maybe you can. I'm, I'm going to guess she has some royalties coming in. Well, yeah, yeah so, for sure. For sure. But, no, I love the, And if you see, she's part of the whole bunch. I mean, she's a, I, there's too many to list for biographies, but her big one is Jojo, Jojo Suya, Suya biography. Uh-huh. Um, and that came out in 2019. I mean, so this is what she would have been, what, 15 years old then? I, I'm right? loving this stuff, you know, that... All the stuff she's, she's she has goals and she has ambitions, and yeah. I have no doubt in my mind she's gonna make that happen. Oh yeah, I love this. I love this one. There's another book title, The Wisdom of Jojo Suya, the 14-year-old manga star who didn't know was a mega star. I love that one. I... <laughs> That's a great title. <laughs> I probably won't read it. Uh yeah. just because I'm not it's not I'm not her demographics. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, I just I love her style. I love love her energy. I love her passion. I love her why, and I think she's yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm pretty excited. I think she's all that and a bag of chips. Oh damn, sure, all yeah, that and a bag yeah. of chips with a bow yeah. on top. There, it has to have a bow. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not Jojo. It's got to have it. Well, I'm really curious too because she just I was just reading up and said that she just recently dyed her hair brown, so. I mean, oh. she's, I, I'm curious what that's going to do. I, it's funny. I'm more curious what that's going to do to her fan base than when she came out, quite honestly. So, because oh, sometimes those kind of things can just throw off, you know. So, I, yeah. I'm very curious about that one. That's true. People do get weird about, people just get weird about the weird, like just silly things. Like, why do you care how I cut my hair or the clothes I wear? Were you, so, well, you remember the whole Felicity thing, don't you? No, I don't. I, do you remember the show? Do you remember the show Felicity? Nope. I've heard of it, but I okay. nope. And I've honestly never watched it myself because it was again, I was the wrong demographic they're going for. But is Carrie Russell at the time she just had this 
long, curly, gorgeous hair. Uh-huh. And between seasons, she cut it all off. Okay. And they literally put a thing out to all the, I think it was all the WB at that point. All the stars from that point on could not cut their hair unless they got it approved through Warner Brothers. Really? Because it was, I mean, it was the second season. And the and again, I didn't watch the show, so I can tell you what, but the, the ratings went down and they attributed a lot of it to her hair. And I Seriously. bet some of it was because of her hair, because she had just, my God, gorgeous hair. And if you, do you know who Carrie Russell is? No. Okay. First of all, that kills me. And as a, at, you should ah! love her. But Carrie Russell, you should watch on Prime, The Americans. It's set in the 80s. And it's oh, about yes, a, Carrie Russell. Yes, I, yeah. yes. Okay. Okay, yeah. Say, I just did the name didn't ring a bell okay. for some reason. All right. right. Yes, I know who this beautiful human is. Okay, all right. So I got it. Yeah. So, but it literally did. I remember the time it was a huge deal where all the press, I mean, press everywhere. She cut her hair. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she didn't just cut it. She cut it short, short. I mean, it wasn't like a buzz cut, but it was just, it was a short cut. I mean, so it really did. It, it threw people into a tizzy. And so. Do they, um, I, I wonder, do people do that when men do that? Or is it I just women? I don't think so. I think it's mainly women. Um trying to think of a man that that, I mean, I, I mean, can't. Because it, it, it sounds like, it sounds like, like if Elvis went and shaved his hair, like people would freak out because of that, maybe. But did you did you know there was a I want to say it was three or four hour debate on whether Kate Mulgrew could cut her hair on Star Trek? Yes, I did. Yes, yes I did. <laughs> we talked about that in our episode. I thought we did. Yes, yeah, so yeah, I love like sexes. I tried to. Yeah, the only and it's he's old now, so I don't even know. The only one I could think of it would have been an issue would have been like somebody like Fabio. I can't imagine right? really anybody else. Yeah. Huh. I just, it's yeah. just interesting to know. Oh, maybe. Oh, I bet if Kevin Sorbo did it while he was doing Hercules, that would probably have been an issue. Mm. But again, that's a while ago. So anyway, sorry, but we went way off on a, on a rabbit trail. <laughs> <here>. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's so, our podcast. We could do what we want. Oh, yeah. So I would recommend to anybody just to look her up. I, I think that if any of you have kids... I think she'd be a good person for at least to see if your kids like him. I mean, it's very confection, bubblegum, pop songs, but it's, I mean, I remember it's kind of like kids bop, you know, that kind of stuff. Or like I said, for me, it was Donnie Marie, but it's, I would just have, you know, check it out. I, yeah. I, would, I was impressed oh, as with a her. young person. I can only yeah. imagine how great that is to have some, yeah. to have a lot of representation in our media. We've talked about this before too, is, Having representation and all the different forms of that representation is amazing. And, and to have someone you could identify with that's in the public eye, I think that's great. This is just another layer to a very gorgeous, beautiful, colorful, sparkly cake. And that's it. She is. She's like a She a is the bow layer. on top of that cake. Yeah. And she's like this five-layer cake, you know, that has, has sprinkles all over it, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> And, and no, it's just, she's just, it was, I will say it was wonderful to learn about her. And I would love to do, you know, since our podcast will be going on forever in another 10 years, I'd like to go do another one on her to yeah. see where she's gone. And well, what, yeah, what, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I know it's just, it was really, it was a, it was a fun, it was a fun one to look at, you know, that the proud queer man in me, who's, you know, in his fifties, that's so sweet to see this, this young girl at 17 felt she could go come out and exactly after, after breaking up with her boyfriend and then, you know, starting dating a best friend and then, you know, being able to, you know, feeling comfortable enough to do that. I, my God, that's just, We've come and, a long way. And there's way. been a lot of outpour of love and support, oh, which yeah. I so appreciate that. That will that will trump out all those haters. It's, and she even says that. She's like, there might be a thousand people out there that are that will hate me or dislike me or whatever because I came out or because yeah. of this or whatever. But for every thousand, there are a million other people out there that are throwing love. And I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on that love. And she, and that's something that she talks about too, is that there to, to people, especially in her, her demographics is like, you're going to have people trolling you on the internet. You're going to have that one person that's just going to be, and I'm going to put words in her mouth, assholes to you. But for every asshole, you have 10 or more people that are, uh, that are loving on you in your life. Look for those people and focus on those people. Mick, who this person who introduced me to her, she knew nothing about her till she came out. And now she respects her just like you and I. Yeah. So she has gained an amazing following of people who just respect her for her coming out. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, I, she's a wonderful girl. And yeah. I don't know if we could say much more than um, I, we've I, talked. To- exactly. I think we should jump right into our queer corner, unless you have anything else you'd like to add on this wonderful human being, Jojo. Nope, I think we're good. Welcome to our queer corner. <laughs> this is the <laughs> this is the part of our <laughs> this is the part of our show where we take questions from our social media account, uh, or or just focus on some weird, interesting facts about our queer community and share that with you here so if you have something you want to drop in our queer corner connect with us on our facebook instagram twitter or you can email us at quinundrum at quinundrum.com and we can we can have the, we can pick up the conversation from there gary did you want to start us off on our queer corner uh sure i actually have another soapbox believe it or not Ooh. i'm just so Soapboxes. on twitter the other day Mm-hmm. I happened to see this one comment about the, that this person, and I, I'm paraphrasing, so it's not a quote, that they stopped watching uh, Discovery because it just became a show about queer people. What? And that's their loss. I, I did. Okay, so I did. In my there is the you know I responded where you can said, well, can you explain to me what this means? And he never did. But oh my God, there was like. 20, 30 people who all liked my comment and made comments of their own about how scared they were. But this actually leads to, and I think I've talked about this before, but it just, it still just astounds me that there is a huge, not just a small, there is a huge quadrant of Star Trek that doesn't want gays in it. They don't want to have uh, women in charge, um, yeah, they want to live in the reality that men get to rule and well, and it just to follow. I, I don't, I don't know. And it bothers it. me so much because with all this shit that Gene Roddenberry did, you know, I'm not saying he was a perfect, but he was very much always a person who 
wanted to show everybody and show the different colors of humans and show all the aspects of them. I mean, hell, that's what the original show was based on. So it's really disturbing to see them. Uh, like when you see the posts about fat shaming Tilly or. Uh, yeah, that, that pisses thing. me off. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, this beautiful, this beautiful woman who beautiful. I mean, she's got curvaceous and curvaceous and yeah, just and, and I, I love mean, her character. skin to die for. I would love to have her skin. You know, this whole thing is just really it's it really bothers me. And I know there's a lot of people out there who who don't like what's being said because I've I've seen it. You know, I've seen them. You know, knock down people who have you know said about about having a woman in charge or having queer characters on on the shows. But it just really bothers me that in a supposedly the Star Trek world, hell, all sci-fi. All sci-fi. You know, that is supposed to be this accepting place. I mean, that's when I was a kid, that's what kept me going sometimes, being able Absolutely. to know like watch, same. Yes, watch a Star yeah, Trek. Sci-fi watch, was my go-to yeah. Yeah. entertainment because I felt I I didn't I didn't really struggle with my identity because I didn't really know I didn't have a full understanding of my identity and most young humans don't. That's part of why we grow up and discover these things. But I found a sense of security and identity in, in, in sci-fi, but I especially was drawn to strong, powerful women. And even hetero women would say the same thing. Like having strong, powerful women representation is important for young women. We are, we see that as a truth. We see that in our science. We see that in the psychology of it. We see that in the growth and development of, of our of our young humans when they see re- a strong representation in their life that affirms that helps inform and affirm who they're who they are as they're learning to figure out what their identity is and to sit there and say shit like oh well, there's too much queer representation in yeah. fucking Star Trek it is Star Trek like that is come on that's their that's what they're supposed that's what they do and all the stuff you know. You know, I'm again, I'm going to be real. I'm stereotyping and generalizing. I get it. But we're assuming that most of these men, mainly men who are white, that I've seen posting right. shit about this, we know that most of them then are nerds, you know, that they mm-hmm. come from that where they found Star Trek for the exact same reasons. Mm-hmm. And to make it this. I was so shocked to find out in Twitter. That's one thing I've hated about Twitter is these people who truly hate this, where, where Star Trek has gone. They don't want to see it change. It's just, it, it offends me and it hurts me so bad. Well, you know, they can just go and watch the old school stuff on reruns oh, yeah. and just live in their own little bubble and never have to see anything else be different. And when we advance in technology, when we advance in our entertainment, when we create new stuff, they can stay in their fucking bubble and not come out and play with the rest of us. And I will say that the, there really is, I want to say, the majority majority of the people who I you know I see on Twitter are these wonderful people of different shades and mm-hmm. and sexualities like that. I, I do really want to say that. I've somehow, when I got involved in Twitter more, I, I got into the Star Trek community, which I'm good with. I don't I don't mind that. Uh, and so they really are this overall, this wonderfully embracing group of people. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure I'm really talking about this one little click. One little thing, that, yeah. Yeah, that that they just 
it disgusts me. That was it. There's just some special people in the world. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, are, I'm sorry. Before I, I oh, I'm you, done. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. You're good. Okay. 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 I just want to make sure. Um, yeah, thank right. you. So. Oh wait, wait. One more thing. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So two things. One, I'm I'm going to just share some fun, like fun facts, interesting facts. We'll go with interesting facts. And we'll decide if they're fun or not on our own. Well, we'll decide. Yeah, we'll decide if they're fun or not. And then I will let, this is not something I do very often because it it concerns me (laughs) what Gary will do with this. It's a lot of power. But I will give Gary, (laughs) I will give Gary the power to ask me one question. You could ask me any question, Gary, and I will answer the question right here on our show. I will answer it. Because I haven't given you a chance to think about the question. I'm going to share these fun, interesting facts first. Okay. And I'll give you a moment to to think of your question. But but be nice. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, in ancient Greece, did you know that olive oil... (laughs) Olive oil was used as a lube for anal sex? Yes, I did, actually. Really? I did not. I read this and I'm like, was it Dawn dish soap? And like, you know, cracking myself up over here (laughs) because of my whole olive oil dish soap mix up the other day. I did not know that, but it makes, I mean, it's slippery. It works. And it smells good. Okay. I'll take your word for that. I've never used olive oil. oil. You've never, bullshit. I don't, bullshit. Bullshit what? Desiree has to have olive oil in her house. We have olive oil. We use it for cooking. Why not? So it smells good. You can smell it then, right? I've never really smelled it. I, I mean, if Desiree, I did, Desiree, make her smell the olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe because I I used it for so long, I just never really noticed the smell. I don't know. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, okay. So another fun, interesting fact: Leonardo da Vinci was arrested twice at the age of twenty-four. So he was twenty-four years old. He was arrested twice for having gay sex. And back then, they killed you, although they they did that for a number of years. But anyway, uh, they would kill you, but he was acquitted. And if he had been killed, he would not have put together the Mona Lisa or the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. So, interesting, right? Did yeah, you know that I knew one? Though, I, I knew that one, too. But I'm what? not like the trivia person. I know that kind of shit. So I'm sorry. Uh, well, then you need to join my trivia team because I'm getting hosed <laughs> every Wednesday. <laughs> At trivia night, I mostly just play because it's fun, social goofballiness, and I yeah, like oh, to. Yeah. Tr- I try to get the the person who looks at the answer to laugh. So I'll put I'll make up some random answer just to see if I could get them to laugh. Mm. Oh, this makes me makes me anyway. It, it's my form of entertainment. All right, so around uh, sixteen hundred, William Shakespeare wrote "As You Like It" and "The Twelfth Night," and both featured women who cross dressed as men. It was thought that this was a direct response to the Puritan campaign that objective that objected to the gay practice of young boys cross-dressing on stage. Did you know that? That one I did not know. Yes, there's one. <laughs> but it makes sense. I, I think it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, so. it makes sense. Um, Puritans and, you know, yeah. other bullshit like that. All right. Do you have your question ready? Yes. 
All right. I am prepared. Okay. I'm not. I'm so not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So. Tick tock. When did you know that you love Desiree? Ooh. When? Yeah, when? Now let's qualify. Let's qualify that love. Like I love you, but I'm not. No. So when did you? Okay. When did you know you, that you had some feelings in your vagina for Desiree? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So my vagina love. Oh yeah. gosh. The pulsating. You know. I would say. Uh, so she had been married for a number of years and her husband had passed. And I would say it was the birthday following that, her birthday. Okay. And I would say just before, because I planned her birthday and got mm-hmm. a hotel at this cute little area and had a restaurants all picked out, which I would never do for just any of my friends, like a birthday party or something like that, you know, sure. Fine. But I, I had romantic stuff planned. Yeah. I never really made those overtures known so, so much. Mm-hmm. And a- apparently it, it was very known. <laughs> the feeling was mutual. And um, we had, we had you great- ask any of your friends, we were all waiting. Going, oh, the yeah. There's a lot we? of people that are like, yeah, we know. Like, we were just waiting for you to come out and tell us about yeah. it. <laughs> um, we had we had the conversation because it was it was right after, you know, not right after, but not long after her losing her husband. We had the conversation of like, well, it, and I had just ended a long term relationship with someone who, who had been cheating and, and all that anyway. So we had the conversation where like we established healthy boundaries about what our expectations were mm-hmm. and about every six months we just check in. Mostly I was checking in. I'm like, we still good. And she's like, yeah, I thought we were still good. You're not good. I'm like, no, I'm still good. <laughs> she's like, okay, then we're still good. And we, so we did that for a while. And by we, I mean me just checking in making sure like, this is still the thing you want to, you want to pursue. And even, I would even say, even up when I asked her to marry me, or and and vice versa. It's like, are you sure? Because once it's done, it's done. And she still says yes. I even now she still says yes. So yeah. So I do want to give a caveat here that ask Desiree if it's okay to talk about that. And if it's not, please delete it. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, okay. She's was, gonna was, say. I'm not even going to delete this part of our conversation because I can tell you right now that Des supports me and loves me. She's, she loves what we're doing with our podcast. She loves that we're connecting our, with our queer community and she wants me to be honest and be who I am. Mm-hmm. And she knows I would not do anything to intentionally bring harm to her or anyone else. And I don't think being truthful about my feelings for her and answering that question d- did that. But I, okay. I really appreciate your love and support and and make and creating a safe a safe place so mm-hmm. that I had that if I needed to have that oh. out, so to speak. So thank you. I appreciate that, Gary. It was a good uh, question though. It was a good question. <laughs> you, you you thought I was gonna go bad, didn't you? <laughs> no, honestly, I didn't have an expectation. I yeah. it it would have it would not have surprised me if you had asked me. 
if I've ever used olive oil as a lubricant or whatever, yeah. I don't know. Um, well, you already said you hadn't. You I had smelled it. it right. So come on. Would, yeah. True. True enough. True enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're such dorks, and I love it. <laughs> So connect with us. Let us know if you have any conundrums for us. We'd be happy to to answer. If you have a question for us, I'll answer it. Now, I will set a limit on that. I get to choose whether or not I answer it because, oh, don't give me the squinty eyes over there. Oh, no, I'm saying that I can't, <laughs> for me, if, a, if a, somebody asks a question, I don't know if anything would be off limits for me. So I, I think I, I would answer Now I want to know, like, what question would be the off limits for you and, yeah and i wouldn't know it honestly until it happened sure. <laughs> like oh well fuck no i'm not gonna say that yeah I and i would say I, I i'm usually... in the same boat because again i want to create a, an atmosphere where we're, we're sharing and learning and yeah. growing um and you and i are both fairly honest people and yeah. sometimes maybe a little too blunt to other people to each other even sometimes. even so yeah sometimes even to each other and you know yeah. i those are some of the best relationships that i have i yeah. have some friends that i i don't quite have that kind of banter with and yeah and i i love them adore them but i don't quite have that same banter because i don't think i mean maybe i put that on them i don't think they can handle that aspect of who i am because i come off very strong and that can and tell you what, Put another 10 years on you and you won't give a flying fuck. You just, you, you'll be who you are. You um, fuck off. Ask the Starbucks lady. I think those 10 <laughs> years are here. <laughs> oh man. She's like, you don't have to be so rude about it. I'm like, oh my God, I filtered five different things on my walk to your car. Like the things I was going to say, but okay. <laughs> the adults now. I think, honestly, I think she was having a fight with her teenage daughter. It was a shit day for her, too. It was a Monday. Oh, yeah. I think she was just having her own thing. And last thing she needed was this woman who has her hair sticking up in very different directions and paint-covered clothes, like, telling her what to do. (laughs) Fine, whatever. I I remember one time I was with Dean at the Safeway in Pullman. (laughs) This poor girl, there was a line of people. And she was trying to beg and trying to get everything all done. She was the cashier trying to beg and all that stuff. And there were three managers. You can tell they're all managers. Off in a corner, like maybe, you know, I mean, within, you know, 50 feet at the most, you know. and Close enough and, to see what's going on. Yeah. And it was just, and I finally yelled over and I go, hey, do you want to come, any of you want to come work and help this person? Oh, <laughs> I no. I thought he was going to curl up into a ball and die. <laughs> <laughs> but the but, but the cashier looked at me and just mouthed, "Thank you." Right? <laughs> like, she was working her ass off. She's not going to say anything, at risk of losing her job. Oh but yeah, me, I'm paying for the services effectively, <laughs> right? They're it's an essential so. service. Was... They're doing a job for your company. Like, yeah, help them out, man. Well, I was just so pissed off. They kept standing there. They're standing they there. And this girl was, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. All three of them came running over immediately. And one of them one of them started helping beg, and then the other two managers opened up another lane. Which is what they should have done. I know. I I I understand they want to have a conversation, but your customers need you. And I could go on a tangent, but I love that you did that. Love that you did that. I feel like that would have, in my situation, that would have been me, and Des would have been the one like, oh, shh. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I remember we got out of the uh, out of there and and Dean goes. I think that's the most blunt I've ever heard you be. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love just saying it. a lot. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I will tell you, thank you on behalf of every cashier. Thank you for, for doing that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was ridiculous. So anyway, so I, Anyway. Uh, this has been this has been a fun episode. Right? I, I, I hope great. the listeners enjoyed it because we've had a fucking blast. I can't it. wait <laughs> to see if anyone asks us any more questions and what we what, yeah. what happens next week. So connect with us on our social media accounts. And till then, be well and be queer. Thank you for connecting with us on this week's conundrum. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Conundrum Podcast. And email us at queernundrum at queernundrum.com. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Until then, peace and be well. And be queer. <laughs>